And one of them is just it says to take ownership, mm. you know, and I really embody that ownership part of it all. It's like you, you, you know, if, if you don't take ownership, then you're not going to enjoy life. I don't think, you know, mm. I think, I think my happiness lies in me taking ownership. And, and now that I take ownership, man, I feel alive. You're listening to Just Keep Living. The Glass House Conversations where there are no stones thrown. This podcast is a judgment-free zone for free thinkers who value personal growth and mental health. We're all about inspiring and empowering others. All while creating safe spaces to have difficult conversations. Join us every week as we have fun, get vulnerable, and go take. Answer each other's questions on a range of topics from sex to religion and everything in between. And we do mean everything. We're just trying to figure it out. Like Granny always said, just keep living. Welcome to the show. We are finally back. Yes. Yes. And we're just going to call this season, We've Been Living. It's a lot of changes that's happened since we've recorded. Um, I had a baby. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you got, P? Hmm. P over to make a big deals. Really. Yeah, like this is blowing up. Big it bank, really take is. little yes. bank. <laughs> right, right. Money moves. <laughs> what you got, Shonis? Um, is it air baptism? Mm. I had air baptism, and I got to participate in the air baptism because mm. I'm the one that got baptized in the air. <laughs> yes, mm. I don't know what they talking about, but I know it's good. <laughs> yeah. Good. And then our biggest Joe, let them oh, know what happened. I am out of the mother navy. Let's pick one and then y'all. I'm free, damn it. Yeah. I should have brought oh, yeah. the cowbell in here. I know, right? <laughs> Yo, when she pulled that out of the game. Yeah. I was. Everything. I did not. It was everything. Yo, you really smart, grandma. I did not even see that but thing come girl, in. Girl, I love the support. I love it. It was not expected, but I'm going to let They're you lying. know. It was a baby. <laughs> it lives, it lives in the stroller. Yeah. Oh, okay. We got to tell them what we're talking about. You created the moment for those people that saw that tail <laughs> I thought it was normal. My kids told me that was country to have a cowbell, but I was like, I thought that's common that people have a, a bell when you play football. No, it's very country and oh. Texan. Oh. Texans do it too. There we go. See, is it a southern thing? Day. I don't yeah. know, but mm-hmm. yeah. But you did it. Yes, yeah. girl. The JoJo's game, and it was awesome. You did it. JoJo scored three, three touchdowns. My boy was playing the game, man. He knew this was his last one. <laughs> <laughs> the boy <laughs> cursed it. Kurt asked, how did it go? I said, JoJo gets upset <laughs> when his teammates are not doing what they're supposed to do. <laughs> he get heated. He get mad at the coach. Right. Coach think about. You want to go home or you want to play this game? I mean, it's valid. It because is valid. when they take JoJo out, <laughs> yeah, the other team run touchdown. So it's like, mm, I get how, it. How do you go with that one? Like, what do you tell the child? Yeah, I'd be like, I. I got like, you on that. You know, I okay. just told him, hey, you know, I, I'd be mad too, you know? Oh, yes. But, uh. And we, we showed him how to block. Yeah, you showed him how to block. But I let him, I'd, I'd be mad too because I want to win. I can't lie to him and be like, I don't want to win. I want to win and I want to continue yes. to win. You know I what I mean? I got y'all on this. Tell us, tell us, Jenna, tell us. This is the positive. In life, mm-hmm. you're going to have to work with people you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The best thing you can do, because you're only good as the weakest player on your team, Come on. is to help them help, them. help yourself. So yes. that's why you got to block. Yes. <laughs> huh. Sometimes you got to push them in their back, tell them get in the right place. Wait a minute. Come on. Come on. Okay. But that's, that's life. You don't always get to be with people that you you're right. want to play with Preach and work it. with. and not, That's not how it works. Wow. That's called working for yourself. Wow. Self-employed, if that's what you want to do. Hey. But you got to learn how to work with people that are not where you're at in life. And then mm-hmm. you're still not self-employed. You are self-employed. Thanks. That was a bomb drop. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that cow belly. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that that's it. Amazing. I think that's it was good because I didn't know. I was like, what's the purpose of flag football? But I'm like, okay. You learn in positions. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
you learn anytime you work it on a team, you learn how to work with other people, mm-hmm. and which can be the most challenging thing. Uh, for all of I us. hate group projects. <laughs> if I was to get interviewed today, how do you do? Do you prefer to work by yourself or with groups? I'm like, I could do both inside. I want to be by myself all the time. I want me to be responsible for anything. I need to be by myself. Thank you. That's not what they want to hear. What about, what about Zoom? Mm. Zoom is wonderful. With the video that we all <laughs> we can all be together. That's you know, and we can collaborate. Okay. And that would be wonderful deep inside. I don't want to see them motherfuckers on Zoom either. <laughs> Send me an email. Oh my god. Better yet, a tech. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Ooh, man. So we've been living. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. we have a lot of stuff coming to you guys this season. Um, today we're gonna talk about Joe getting out and what he's what his plans are and what he's doing and how y'all can help. Um, we got a little bit, we're going to talk about somebody's journal entries. One of our mom's journal entries. We're going to call mm-hmm. it dear mama. Mm. Uh, if you have a mom that would, wouldn't mind sharing some of her old diaries or good stories, you know, write into us. Mm-hmm. Our email is um, the just keep living podcast at gmail.com. We want to read your mama's journals. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. I'm a About your daddies. <laughs> <laughs> we want to know why you and your third cousin look like twins. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, come on. <laughs> no. I think writing in journals it's is a cute. lost art. People don't really do it no more. To write your true. secrets down in here. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's true. what happens if I lose this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just take stuff to my grave. To the wow. Mm, wow. I'll write it down. Yeah, because now they're part where how it's going to yeah. come out. You <laughs> know? Never right. write it People's down. Yeah, somebody get a hold of it. Right? It's going to come out. Yeah. You know how much time I spend in the pen? Somebody yeah. got my thoughts. <laughs> and not only that, it's not a safe place because it's like everybody's perception is not chosen unless you're the one telling the story. Mm-hmm. It's from your perspective. It's from your perspective. Like you yeah. can literally turn what I was seeing as a struggle as something like, what's what's your what was the problem? <laughs> yeah, what are you complaining about? Exactly. That's why we want to read it. Yeah. So we can, yeah. you know, discuss it because we probably all gonna have a different perception or response yeah. to it. So I can't wait to hear about that. That's why you tell the story before anybody else can. True. True. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm the only person telling my story as long as I'm alive. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I agree to that. They're gonna be lying on me True. when I'm available. <laughs> Exactly. Um, what else are we gonna talk about this season? Entering blind. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was a dope experience. No, I yeah. have to hear about that. Next mm-hmm. time we just it's just gonna get better and better because the first time me and Jenna went, you know, don't have to talk about <laughs> just talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> our food from Trader Joe's <laughs> and our little boxes. We was looking at everybody else turn right, oh. turn left, like oh dang. But we, but I know at they the have same time though, we felt like you know it was such a good experience. Yeah, it was yeah. regardless, but yeah, yeah, it was a great experience. I, and actually seeing more of us yeah. like yo that i was, was like wow we weren't just specs in you know certain areas we had the entire six percent of yeah. san diego it was amazing it was it was that, uh, we're gonna um, talk about me having a baby mm-hmm. and what that looks like at age 39 you don't even look like you had a baby no two days when you came back you didn't look like you had a baby <laughs> I she like, didn't look uh, like going into. I think it was two days she looked like she had to. I said, like, oh, he finally, I finally see you, I think I got, two pictures. I, think I got two pictures where you look pregnant. There you go. <laughs> the whole nine months. I'll be looking back at pictures yes. like, I think I look pregnant though. Maybe not. No. Girl, have you, I mean, the vision board? Oh yeah, vision board. That, you was pregnant and ain't nobody know. <laughs> they sure did. They did mm-hmm. not know. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh-huh. it still was amazing. Yeah. Like, wow, guys. And even at that, we had that these parties that we did you know that that might be good ways of just like seeing people who you know involved in they what they got vision board it's the the people who did their vision board oh, yeah. they gave us pictures oh, yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. oh yeah of their vision and some, a lot of them came to pass they was like i had that on my vision board y'all see this and so oh, we would need to definitely make sure we do that one your one friend that. who had the baby on hers and she's pregnant this year the one who has the uh, oh, venue, yeah, yeah, yeah. in oh, oh, right. um oh, little <laughs> uh, what's the little area called where her venue is at? It's, it's kind like of old town. Old town. Oh, That's yeah. it. Yeah, old town. Yes, Damn. it's called Femex. 
Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, well, she, I didn't, I didn't yeah it was all because we talked about having the baby. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 She That's was saying good. that she's getting older and she wanted to have a baby. And then I look on Instagram and I was like, "Wait, you pregnant?" Just a couple months later, she's having a little girl. We need to have her back for yeah. this vision board yeah. party that's coming because yeah. mm-hmm. she put that on there. Mm-hmm. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. So interesting. Be we got a lot good. of stuff, y'all, because we've been living. Don't right. just keep living. Hey. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of parties, Shauna got Joe really good with a surprise party. She did. Oh, Shall we start there? So nice. <laughs> she did. Hey, yo, that's the first time. Yeah, I just wanted it to be the same, just the experience that he had. Not only that, it was um. So Captain America is somebody who had who has he has been called for um day one. It's just the personality that he had. So going into the military, I gave him a Captain America cake. So coming out of the military and pulling the shield of money. Mm-hmm. It's just that the emphasis of his new journey moving toward out of wow. the Captain America, you know, set up. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where the Captain Morgan <laughs> came <laughs> from. I was like, <laughs> I thought it was just the red and uh, blue. Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was the very first time going into military. I got him going in um, a go away party. And um, we had it in Texas, had a lot of people come out and I surprised them with a Captain America kit because he just always gave that persona for people. And people always called him, you know, you Captain America, you Captain America. I think I still got the posters from when we um, interrupted up. Yeah. We had my party. So my purpose for this cake was it was the transformation that you're the experience that you're taking in this next move. So you're pulling the shield out of the cake and, you know, the money that's coming behind Mm -hmm. it is just the the. I guess the picture that I'm trying to like get people to you to see, if anything, because this is a move that you are making for you. So you're no, you're like transforming out of this camp to journey for yourself. I like that. That's good, babe. Right. I did get all that. Simple. I do. I do remember that. No, I do remember the Captain America cake. I do remember us having that party, and that was the first house we bought together. Mm-hmm. The very first. House. And I was like, Have yeah. y'all bought some houses separately? No, I mean okay. we've always like <laughs> together. I was like, okay, tell us. No, I don't think I can't remember. <laughs> I, don't know your business, but... I can't even remember when we was not together. Yeah, no, definitely. But, we got that house built. But yeah, um, when I, when I went, it was a, it was it really was a sad time mm. because mm. um I had just stopped teaching because I didn't know if they were going to lay me off or not because the economy had crashed. So they were laying off special ed. You know, they were getting rid of. They were putting kids back into the classroom. Mm-hmm. So they were getting rid of a lot of special ed teachers. Because no child left behind. Yeah. So I did. Uh, so they so, really didn't need special needs people. You they know, were getting, they were getting rid of special ed, a lot of special ed programs. Yes. Like they're, they're, that's they're horrible. And yeah. Like they are now putting the uh, special needs kids into the classrooms before they used aids. to have different aids and different classrooms set up for your for the special needs. Yeah. So I did. So I did behavior management for for kids who had ed you know like they were uh erectile dysfunction no emotional disorders i couldn't resist i was about to be like (laughs) what do y'all know ed to be i know that i've been educated i knew what he was talking about too okay listeners like listeners because i want y'all know go take a poll I was about kids. Like, if kids got that problem, in right? Take that to your mama. <laughs> Not me. Oh, oh, man. Okay. <laughs> but I, I did that for man. It was a while. Yeah. And then, so when I when when they were uh, about to lay people off, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had an English degree, so I didn't see. The biggest time I really saw it back then is I didn't know who I was. Mm. And I was still trying to figure out who I was, right? So it was about what I did that brought value, not who I am that brought value. Mm. So I was always out seeking jobs that were going to, that I thought my skill would be good for that would, then I could bring value to there. You kind of get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I was, that's why I was, I was always seeking money. That's why I was gotten those big depressed states mm-hmm. because I was trying to find who I was never feeling fulfilled, you know what I mean? And you're just running out of time. You feel like you're running out of time. You're running out of, you know, energy. You're just tired. 
He, you would excel though. That would be getting me. He would excel to the top. It was to me. It was almost like, oh well, I've done everything. I've gotten all the hype because they used they gave him teacher of the year. Like he excelled like that every time. And then he's like, oh, I'm bored. Let me try. <laughs> Let me try another. Really was. You know, you know, another direction and something else that I'll thrive in because I'm, I'm already there. But that's how people seen him. Yeah, that's not how he seen mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. So I, I love that he said that like seeking the validation outside of you not within mm-hmm. and just like that we back in podcast mode. I know look. that's what I love because that's real it's it is true, true. It yeah is. so true I'm seeking outside of me every day and you would fulfill those roles because it was just checking boxes it was, it was easy to do bo- and that's what I learned to do mm-hmm. you know as a kid when I was growing up anything that brought me attention was because of what I did you know what I mean I, I, got, I got applauded. I got applauded when I played football. I got applauded when I got good grades. I got applauded when I learned how to study. I got applauded, you know, when I did all, when I did something, not just for saying, oh, you're, you're cool. Just you. Yeah, yeah. You know, you didn't get, you was yeah. enough. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. And so, and so that's how I became very like, um, I can understand people's feelings really well because I, I can read the room really well because I would go somewhere and that's how I had to get around. Mm-hmm. I had, I'd know, you know, what, you know, what you were thinking, how you were feeling, so I could please that. So the, the faster I could get that, the faster I could get recognition. So that's why I can feel people's pain really bad. Like, really, I can feel somebody's like, you know, when they're going through. And so when I went to the military, I started over at the bottom. You know, I remember, man, I was 27, and I'm scrubbing toilets on my knees with a toothbrush in a submarine. What's the purpose of that? Because, you know... You don't take really big objects down there like and so we just and we're you have to be very clean and on the sub anything like you know sickness wise um dust uh-huh. dust carries you know mm. it, uh the way it is it can you know catch fire and all that type of stuff oh. so you got to be extremely clean but it was a humbling experience because i'm 27 and my boss is 19. yeah yeah and i'm he's what? telling me what to clean he's telling me what to do you know i'm pulled away from the world you know, four months at a time, we're under the water. So I can't talk to Shauna. And they have this beater ass car. I never forget is that Toyota that a good friends gave us. And so, you know, I don't know if she's like, I don't know what's going on. I have no contact, like nothing. And so when I'm sending emails out, I got to send, hey, I love you. I'm fine. Because anything else in that, we will go up. My mail is not top priority. It's messages going to the government, you know, going to our boss and back, like where are we at, how are we doing, location. If we are, if we're up long enough, then I might get her email. <laughs> if we're not, I got to go back down, and it could be like you know days and weeks we don't hear from each other. So you're talking about like all that time together till we just split, you know. And I think that was, I think that was the hardest, not knowing if they were okay or not, mm-hmm. you know, under there the whole time. And then <laughs> we were so. I had lost such a we had lost such a big pay cut when we would hit ports. This is how I met Brad. When we hit ports, I couldn't go anywhere. Brad from first season. Yep, Brad from first, first season. or second. He's second, second season. season. Second season. Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is how I met Brad because Brad saw how hard I was working on the sub to get qualified, and he was like, he liked my work ethic. Plus, me and him were the only ones down there that worked out. Nobody works out on sub. Like barely. You don't. You don't really have all the equipment. Plus, you're like. You're there all day. It's like living in this house for four months, not going outside. You know what I mean? No sunlight. No sunlight. Close all the blinds, close everything. Whoa. You don't even know you don't even know what time of day it is. Mm. Only about the meal you eat, right? Whoa. And so um we would work out together and he, you know, he would take me under his wing. So anytime we would go to port, he saw that I wasn't going anywhere. He was like, Yo, you good? I was, you know, I, so I kind of explained to him my situation. And he he took care of me ever since. We would go out. Man, he had me living in like the best hotels mm-hmm. we were eat i mean we were eating like salmon you know what i mean just like they would bring home food to cook just all that stuff anytime we hit a port and this is how we me and him became really good friends and so and he stood up for me when i had a purpose for being on the sub my family needed money mm-hmm. a lot of those guys they didn't so i qualified so fast right you have to qualify to get your 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 dolphins to say that okay you're a submariner now you you can fight this ship you can save the you know how to you know stop a fires you know where you the electrical system, you know, you know, the, uh, you know, all this, the nuclear system, you know, all that stuff on the ship. I mean, on the boat, right. Then you get your fish. I was doing it so fast. They didn't, they thought I was lying. They thought I was cheating. <laughs> what? You knew how to study though. I didn't know how to study. <laughs> that was something you that's prayed. Some, yeah. Yeah. That's what I was praying wow. for studying. Studying so, is a skill though. Cause I, <laughs> Lord knows I can't study. Save so my I life. Can, 
I started drawing, shit, singing, <laughs> then got up and started a whole new like, project. Like, oh, <laughs> fuck it, I'll be a dummy forever. I'm never doing this. <laughs> yeah, that's just real ADD for real. You're right, people. Like, no, I had to learn. I had to learn to like sit down and get sit it. down and do it. Mm, you yeah. know what I mean? So, so I did it fast, and they brought in so they brought in people from another ship. They brought all my captain. I mean, brought my captain, like another another CMC was like the chief of the boat from another. It was like so many people in there. That board was like four and a half hours trying to get through how to draw the system. They were testing me on everything, and I passed. But Brad was in there, to, you know. what I'm saying he like he always helped me. Mm-hmm. And so when I got over all that, um, that's when I put in to become an officer. And Brad was an officer, so I was enlisted. I came in at. Oh, you went to dive school. I went to. Oh yeah, I went to dive school. I dare forget, man. Dive school now. We don't even know black people that swim. So right. talk about that school. That was some shit shit. <laughs> that was, you talking about being a spot in the a sea of people? Yeah, of course. It was like three of us out of 500. <laughs> oh my God. In that Carbashir. So this is the same oh, school yeah, he yeah, went yeah, to. Yeah. It's the same dive school he went to. What? Yeah, so That we, big thing on your head. But that was back in the day. Now, now we have like, oh, yeah. that's, that's a real they, they upgraded. They, they upgraded. They upgraded. <laughs> Look, the walls are like, that's what I they, they have they have stuff like that now, but it's not it's not like not like that. It's a rebrand. I understand. I don't know. I know. I don't know either. I like, saw the movie though. They put that thing. they put that thing on the table. Yeah. It it's heavy. I did that when I was heavy. in ooh, did that? on a vacation. Hold on. I was with my sister Aruba. You could, you know, it was mm-hmm. like an excursion. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah, they yeah, yeah. would give you oxygen mm-hmm. and then water come up. Yeah. Like, it was it's heavy. I remember that bad boy is heavy. Wow. Well, yeah. you get the water lightens up because of the air in there. Right. Cause then they have you walk down this little ramp. So you go down and then you can tolerate it. But when you just in the water with it on there, you <laughs> sit and you be like, <laughs> so so people got them big ass heads, be like, God, I know it is wrong. <laughs> Shoot, it's like the baby trying to hold his head up. <laughs> you want to get out of the water? Yeah, work. yeah he's a neck muscle. Like, can we go down this ramp? Can we go? <laughs> nah, we went. I, I went to dive school because there's this chief. He was a white guy, and I'll never forget. <clears throat> what they were doing a, so you have to have a diver to go under um, on a submarine that's with you at all times, right? Because we have to do stuff like if the seals need to lock out. We help them lock out. Um, we have to go under the sub, like, and clean the sub, you know, with our, with our tank. So I'm cleaning the pit swords. I'm cleaning under the bottom of the subs. Um, I have a question. What would you see when you was cleaning under the sub? Share that with our listeners. What's the craziest thing you've seen in the ocean? I don't know. The big ass sea lions, them, them things that be sitting like, and they're tons, like a couple of tons. And when we were in Washington, I would always have to get in. And them things would swim around you. So you're just seeing shadows just going around. Uh-uh. <laughs> Not the shadows. Nah. I'll be scared. Of shit. I was under there like twirling them, just like losing, losing screws and nuts under the black dogs. <laughs> just so like, I you was You had scared. pieces left over. Yup. I can't find it. He had pieces left Look, over, I'm, y'all. I'm praying the sub don't go down. Like, <laughs> Let's make it to the point. <laughs> no, so you had it. When we did that, oh, so I was in the gym one day and everybody has to, you got to take this test. You got to swim, run, pull-ups, push-ups, and all this stuff. You got to get a certain time to go. And nobody passed on the ship. But I happened to walk into the pool and it was like, oh yeah, black people don't swim. And they were joking, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. You know, so That's I got the water. Yeah, I got in the water and I beat them all. Only thing I had to beat them in was a run because I don't fucking run no more. <laughs> <laughs> and so we were going on the way and the captain was like, hey, I was like, can you go? you know, be a diver because we need one. Our diver had just left and he was like, um, could you, would you consider doing it? And I was like, nah, I don't really want to do it. And at this time I was smoking cigarettes bad. I had picked up cigarettes really bad. And so I went out to, to the smoke deck and I was, I was smoking cigarettes. I used to come home with them cigarettes. Mm. And, and when I was out there, this chief said, um, somebody said, I heard you pass the, you know, the PST to go swim. And his chief was like, I said, yeah, I'm not going to go. The chief said, you wouldn't make it anyway. Oh, and I said, huh? Challenge. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he was like, yeah, he was like, you won't make it anyway. First of all, he was like, you smoke cigarettes. And he was like, you know, you know, re- really black people don't, you know, they don't really do well in the water. Shit. Y'all drowned us. Yeah. And a lot of us survived. So I put my cigarette out <laughs> and I went to the captain and I said, hey, I said, I'll go that same day. Mm-hmm. And then, that, and it was crazy. Well, you said what? Well, what? Well, keep going, keep going, keep going. No, it was crazy because 
a couple of weeks before I had dislocated my shoulder playing like basketball and I could barely do a push-up. And I was like, yeah, I was Michael, gonna... you are Michael Phelps, like, <laughs> Michael, like... Wade and Michael was doing it all. <laughs> Part dolphin. So I remember, I remember I went, I went to dive school and I was scared shitless, yo, because I didn't really I didn't practice for it. And they make you, they make you uh tread water like a lot. And like I doggy sink. pedal. Yeah, with your hands, <laughs> like, yeah, with your hands like out of the water. <gasps> no. Yeah. So the first when you first get there, they tie your hands behind your back and tie your feet like this, and they put you in. Like it was like, I think it was like 13 or 14 feet. And you just got to sit there for like 15 to 20 minutes. So then you had to drown proof for like 20 minutes. So usually most people would, they would float near the top of the water. Like here's this top of the water and the bottom of the pool is here. They would float and they would kick up a little bit, get air, come down, they float here. I was sinking to the bottom of the 14 feet, all the way to the bottom and had to jump off, kick all the way up, come back up for 20 mm -hmm. minutes. So I did that for 20 minutes. But when I first got there, the all the divers were like, you got to float. They were yelling at me and everything. I was like, man, I can't float, man. I, I, there's nothing I could do. I cannot float. And the master diver came out and was like, leave him alone as long as you don't panic. He's like, he's not going to float. There were three black people there. And we all passed. <laughs> wow. Doing it wrong. And 50% and, and 50 of the, it's, no, it was a, it's a 40%, no, 50% or 60% attrition rate. Most people don't make it. Mm. And you got to realize when I went, I had no roommate, right? Cause you usually go with a partner. Usually they'll send two at a time from a command to go, mm -hmm. right? Cause they usually, you know, that way when you go to your, back to your barracks, you're like, damn man, this was a hard day, but yeah, we can do it. Mm -hmm. I had to go to my barracks room by myself every day after getting beat. So you get up at like four or five in the morning, you get back at like nine to 10 at night. And you know, that's what most people, they wouldn't just show back up. They just quit. Mm -hmm. They quit. Man, one time this kid got caught shitting in the bushes. Right, the captain came down. Yeah. Why would you shit in the bush? Because he had we, the bubble guts. He had to. He had him bad. <laughs> he was and nervous. He got, caught. he got caught. Right. They put us on the back of this ramp, and you had those masks. You had to fill up with water, and right, they cover your nose. So they put him on the. They put us on the ramp, laying head down towards, and you. They were doing flutter kicks, and they were spraying water in your mouth with the water hoses. And we had to sit there for like. like it was like we had to do two hundred, then we had to do that, and then we had to go do this base swim which is the base swim is like 500, 600 yards on your back and you got to pedal down in this big inlet. You can't even, I mean, it's got to be like two of these streets, maybe. You got to screw them down to one cone, back around and down in less than 20 minutes. And we all failed. We had to do that like three times. The next day, I want to say, I think we had like 30 people in our class. The next day we had like 19 people. <laughs> it was like gone. I, what is in your mind? They were like gone. They could like, not be one of those people. Cause I'm telling you, this part of this story, I would have been like, dude, like, bye. They were, they, they were doing it. He wanted you people to quit. You, oh my God. But the salt water, like, it's called release. Bro. Like, uh, when you, when you release the pressure, it has to go through your nose. Mm -hmm. So what happens is all that salt water drains through your nose and has to come out your mouth. So you're on the, you're on the ramp like this. Drip. And when you like release it, your nose, your nasal, your nasal passage opens up and it comes to your mouth. So you're just choking on water, trying to get it up. And then they make you, if you, if you do that, you got to get back up with these big ass, your flippers on and you got to walk back down to the bay and the water is black, like dirty. It's in Florida, like dirty. <laughs> you got to go I'm pick it up. I'm not it like that. It's in Florida, y'all. <laughs> it's dirty. I'll let y'all know the pollinators and stuff. And then you had to go down there and put it back up and get lay back down. And then every time it clears, you had to go back up. So peace, peace throw up everywhere it was nasty uh, how long is diving school man was it a, when i was there what a month and a half maybe mm. something like that so what are the rewards for graduating diving school you become part of the special warfare of the navy i mean really you get a little stipend that's about it and shit else Mm. It's, the it, it's the challenge. It, it, it That's really, what I was asking before. It's a challenge for you. That right. It, it was the challenge. Continue. I just didn't want to go home. I didn't want to fail my family. Because mm. mm. I was an extra 150 bucks. It wasn't much, but it was extra 150 bucks. Damn. You, did, you almost drowned every day for an extra 100. Extra 150 bucks. It wow. wasn't much. But going through diving school gave you other opportunities. It did because when I put in my officer package, it was a lot. I had, I had, it, says a lot. it did. I had, I quad really fast. And this is, this is why I like, I, I, I really thank God for putting people in my life. So I crawled really fast. I went to dive school and Brad was really good friends with somebody else on the ship. Um, 
I'm trying to think of her name. She was she was so cool. She was an officer. She gave me. She knew the commodore of of the the whole base in Everett, the guy who ran the whole base, right? And she got me an interview with him, and I had an interview with him, right, for to put him an officer package because you got to go with somebody higher up. Mm-hmm. And he, man, we went in there and I had favor, man. He, we didn't talk nothing about the Navy. We didn't talk anything. He talked about my life. He talked about sports. We talked about something else. And he was like, man, he's like, I really love your personality. And he said, he, he, on my paper, he's, he put the number, it was like the number like two or something of anybody I've ever interviewed. He had been in the Navy for like 27 years. And so when my paperwork went up, I really think that a lot of people saw who he was and he endorsed it and what he put on there. Oh, okay. And I got picked up. I'll never forget checking my Damn. email. I was checking my email every day. Like, damn, man. Because it was hard. to get out of submarine, man, people were like, you have to like tap out usually. Like, it's kind of funny. But if you like, because you know, it's claustrophobic. It, it has to be mental health. No, I'm telling you these, like, I had never heard of the pain Olympics or any of that stuff, right? But when we're down there for hours, people watch the pain Olympics for hours. I'm talking about like, I'm like, how do you Olympics? Pain Olympics. It was old stuff, like. It's where it's where people do do stuff like they cut the dicks off. Oh no! Oh, bottles in their ass and they like breaks and glasses. Pain Olympics? There's an Olympic for that? It's just like a loop of videos where people just going to space. That's on the dark web. Yeah, man. Wow. Whoa. I mean, well, you are in a sub. But you gotta realize, like those people, like it's his name. Yeah. It's worse than prison, though. Yeah. At least they get to come out for an hour. And it's twelve hours. It's it's eighteen hour days, so it's not twenty four. So you work, you, you work for six hours. So I was a fire control technician. So I sat there and tracked other, other submarines, you know, through our, uh, with sonar and a bunch of other stuff we had. So you're sitting at this desk, literally like this, you got like six hours on watch. Then you get off for six hours and that's your off watch time. That's what time you do any work, any cleaning, any things like that. And you got six hours in the rack. You get up and repeat that cycle. What's the rack? Like sleeping? The yeah, bed. Your bed. Oh. So 18 hour days when you're on the way. And then you get out and you don't, your time's messed up. And then on submarines, every three days, anytime I'm in port, I have to sleep on a sub. So I don't get a weekend off. Like for four or five years, I didn't get a weekend off. I was on subs. I, I had to go back into work. So, you know, so you have to work that day, stay the night, work the whole next day. Then you get to go home. Mm. So that's every three days. And so. So this was for an extra $150. No, that was just. Period. period. The diving right. stuff four hundred fifty dollars was <laughs> I get to come back. <laughs> that was just your job. That was just my job. Oh wow! Yeah. So the diving was an incentive. It was an incentive. Mm. That's it. So what? How, how did your role change over time? Because it didn't seem like you were like doing that, that kind of. We stuff. didn't know. We didn't know that. We didn't know that, that version of Joe. <laughs> you did not. You did not. When I got picked up to be an officer, we were just left. So I left. He ranked up so fast, though. They didn't know how to really compute it or put it together because I kept calling him like, you know, it's like, we've never seen this before. We've never seen an 03 uh, move to an officer so fast. Usually oh, they, yeah. yeah, oh, sorry, E3, wrong letters, E3. So we never saw an enlisted person move to an officer as fast as you have. So you have to give us time because there, our paperwork is just like, Weird, not yeah. it's not compute. We have we haven't had this done. We're not putting uh, it yeah. in. Pay right. so exactly. I, I so like yo, I'm a family man. Like yeah. I did all this work. You're gonna pay them or not? You know. Mm. And they weren't getting we weren't getting paid for a while. No, we were getting paid. Well, the e, the yeah, lifted, the yes was just. I told him I said, how long you got before we get home? <laughs> I was ready. We lost so much. We were only bringing in, like, I would say 800 a month. Mm-hmm. And that was because they take out, and that's if you live on a base, because yeah. they take out everything. Like, um, they take out for water, electricity, and live. And well, shelter, should we say, yeah. when you live on base, that's how, that's how much. So because they take that out, this is all you'll get. That's why I, said, I can't so go. So if your phone bill or all the other incentives, <laughs> Look, you had $800 a month for you and Matthias to live while Joe was in the submarine. Yeah. Were you working? Not at the time. I was in school. Oh, and she my had, God. She, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You see what I I'm saying? I had to stop working. She had to stop working. Because I had Josiah and he had just left. Did y'all have food stamps? 
not at the time. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. Looking mm-hmm. back, they need to back yes. pay y'all in food we stamps. We did not. We no, didn't no, apply. But... No, we, because my girlfriend said, well, you could try. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, we tried and it, they said we, mm-mm. but because they counted his, yeah, his count. income, the, all of the gross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I, they counted the money that we weren't receiving, you know, like the, for the, yeah, that, that base pay, oh, the health. The yes, okay. the net. So they counted all of that. So they said, oh, you're, you're getting too much. So they did. We didn't apply. Everybody we couldn't get it. We couldn't get food stamps. Now you see why I said I couldn't go nowhere. I would sit on the sub. And I was like, I oh, oh my God. We pulling the board. I sit right there. Because I was working at the time before he went into the mm-hmm. military. I was working we in the hospital. We was making really good money. We were doing what we needed to do. But, you know, the change of I him going like in. I said, I was it was like, like almost. When can you grand, get out? <laughs> let me know. Let's let's make this plan now. <laughs> like, let but, me know. But that's a lot of sacrifices. That's huge. Yes. Look where y'all started, where you at today, man. And I know, you know, I'll let you tell your story. Why you, why, well, why did you get out, Joe? Tell our listeners. I I, I got out because there's a couple of reasons. I got out because I wanted to spend more time with my, my family. Um, that was what, nine, 10 years I had spent away from, you know, Sean and the boys and I'm seeing them grow up. Matthias is big, you know, and Matthias I, was six. Matthias was six. I was when at school. I was at school. Matthias. I was. I was. I was at the same school yeah. that Matthias was going to when he first went. Mm. And then it just got all that got snatched away. You know, it seemed like overnight. Um, and I, you know, it was my choice. I, you know, I take that. But it was just like, damn. Like you didn't. I didn't realize how important my, you know, my family was to me. You know, until they, until. So you don't have them. So I don't have them. <laughs> it's lonely. That's right. You know. Mm. And so, and then another reason, you know, it was. To me, it was racism. It's still that, you know, it's still in there. Um, I can't, I don't, being in a group where I'm still a minority, you know, yes, you can be there, but there's an overarching like mindset and concept that you're dealing, you're having to fight every day with being with the people who aren't like you. Politics. When politics, yes, that's mm-hmm. all it is. So it's like it's, homeboy told you you couldn't do it. Yeah, like that. That, that was the attitude me. of yeah. your your superior saying, "Oh, I'm glad you're not going because you can't." Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, um, and yeah. it just you can't go and, to HR. And, no, and you know, and I thought becoming an officer was going to be different. You thought that would even up the playing field. Uh, he hated coming home. The fact that somebody, you know, he's older now. He has his own kid, but now this 19 year old who don't know what life is even starting to be about is telling you how to do this and do that, and you should follow th- follow suit or obey me. Yeah, you know, it, that was humbling. I had to like, you know, to sit there and suck that up. He, I, I was I, like, I was oh my gosh. And that's when I said, when can you get out? And then he said he had so many years. I said, okay, so you're going to put this package in. And then what is that? Because I think what you was, we was there for at least two or three years. Two and a half years. Three and a half years. For $800 a month. Mm -hmm. And then we. That's already. When I, when I picked up it as an officer, we moved right back to Washington state. I picked a ship that was in, supposed to be in San Diego. Mm -hmm. We had just moved to San Diego. I get to the, I get to the ship. I pick my orders because I remember being in the room. I said I will fight all y'all for these orders. The only ones to San Diego. I said we will fight on the orders that said the ship's going to San Diego. Uh-huh. You get to I catch the I catch the ship in Australia. I fly into Australia, catch the ship. <laughs> Soon as I land down, get in the band. They're saying, "Hey, in five months we're home port shifting to Seattle, Washington." Back to Washington. I said, "You got to be shitting me, bro. You got to be mother." I was like what? And I had got a motorcycle. Yo, you talking? Let me tell you something. I, I had to go to the motorcycle, so we couldn't really get a car. I was like, I'm not buying a car right now. You get it? What I'm saying? It's Seattle, Washington. I'm riding a Jixxer. Oh, that's six, what y'all were saying in the rain. Jixxer 600. Oh, it's sleeting, raining, snowing. I'm riding this Jixxer every day for 30, 40 minutes in the work. 30, 40 minutes back. I would get in the house. Look, I can't move. It's so cold. I can't move. All to make sure that we had a vehicle at the house. So he said, I'll make the sacrifice where you, well, I'll just ride my vehicle back and forth, my uh, motorcycle back to work so that way you can always have a a motorcycle. Yeah, something with the kids. Vehicle with the kids. (laughs) Oh my God. She can't do nothing. So I'm like, that's a lot of sacrifices, sacrifice challenges. Like, it was crazy. I'll never forget that. I'll never. She had to, when I get in the house, she had to help me get in the house every day. Undressed because I was was looking like a snowman. I I couldn't, my hands were freezing. Stuck. You talking about it's cold, and I'm thinking, man, every day I get off the show, I'm like, God damn, it's dark, it's rainy. 
like my helmet, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just hoping like the fucking shit, like I had to keep it cracked because it would fog up. It was so yeah. cold and hot and I'm like, fuck. And then the water's getting in there. I'm just, it was a work. Like, I'm just praying to make it home every day. Mm. And then that's when they got a gun pulled on them. Oh yeah. That yeah. Was nice. they Who got, got a gun, gun pulled on Sean and the boys. Somebody mugged y'all? Well, no, he thought some, it was a bum who thought somebody um, stole his bike. We're the B word. Okay, well, it's the truth. <laughs> he, well, crackhead. I don't know what y'all want to call this man <laughs> because he thought somebody had stole his bike. And so it's he came bicycle. out. A bicycle? Yes. yes. Bicycle. I'm like a motorcycle well, or a, a bicycle? A bicycle, <laughs> what, the one you pedal. He was mad. He came out, pulled his gun. Like, yo, how about it? And, he, and me and the boys are sitting here like, what? So I told the boys, get behind me. Cause I don't know what this fool about to do, oh and he just God. waving this gun like, cause he mad that somebody stole stole his bicycle. It's crazy, and I'm not there. Nope, I'm out to see, and that's when Transform came about. <laughs> <laughs> what is Transform? Transform back then was just an idea. An idea. How long ago was this? Yeah, maybe it was six years ago. I'ma say 2014 because here it is. We went back to Washington. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something about Calio with the open mindset. They kind of get you thinking on some things. <laughs> this was our start. Granted, I didn't oh, like yeah, it at oh, first, yeah, yeah. but uh, it definitely where we started at, and it just yeah, gave us like the mindset to want to transform mind, body, spirit, and we start putting it together. Like it was just an idea. That word was literally, exactly. I, and I had a friend. I had a friend on the ship. So transform is was just a fitness thing at first, right? And I like to talk, so I was just like, you know, and I always love the mind, the way the mind works. And so we started as, hey, it's just, this is just a fitness thing. I liked, you know, the full change of people, you know, and I had started that change myself, kind of like, you know, thinking wise and things like that. And so we named the business. I had a friend on my ship whose wife did, did she graduated with a uh, degree mm-hmm. in graphic art. So she did my design and it yeah. sat in my inbox for forever. It just sat there. And we were planning, we were like, I was like, man, I don't want to work for nobody. I don't want to work anybody, but I didn't know anything else. But this whole, so this whole time, when we moved back here, the same time you got here, P, mm. we started in the garage, this one car garage in a condo with just one weight rack. And I think I got pictures of Sean in there. We tried, we trained one person there the whole time. That, and we did field events. <laughs> oh, we did yeah. A lot of field events. I did field events. We did across all East Lake, up and down. Like we had um, a lot of people out. What is a field event? So the field events, I obstacle courses. <laughs> no, actually, I this is my last one. It was so dope, and I want to try it again. I really want to do it. I put TVs, so I bought TVs. I put them in. That was stakes, the very last one. Put them in the stakes in the ground, right? Hooked them up to a generator and had pre-recorded video. <laughs> yes, it at each station. Yes. So I'd have to be at each station. Mm-hmm. Orange Theory, what? And a bouncy like, house for the yeah, kids. Bouncy house for the kids. We had a taco, taco truck, truck out there. Taco truck for the food for the had a DJ yep. had a full DJ. DJ. Yep. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I was yeah, doing this pretty. We did it at Mountain Hawk, right up the way. Yeah. So that's <laughs> how that's how Transform started. Yeah. Yes. And we did. We did also the one over here on Bonita Sweetwater, oh, yeah, Sweetwater Park. Park. We did, and we that one actually was Turned came out big. really because it was the heel that it gives mm-hmm. you and stuff. So he put that whole like they hold did a whole event like um. And we did it at the school, Eastlake. Eastlake, yeah, that's yeah. what our very first one. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people had showed up. He did all, he did people where they did the sand, the ropes. In the he sandbox. Did the sandbox. Yeah. They did a whole workout course. And in the a park. lot of people out there. Talk about the pain Olympics. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is the like, pain Olympics. That's what I hear. That's what It was good. The ladies. Ropes. It was a lot. We had balls out there. We had, yeah, we ended up racing at the very end. Yeah, loving it. Like, it was gross. It was really nice. It was really nice. And they won um transform shirts. Yeah, we, we had to give out transform shirts and bracelets at the time. Yes, it was, it was dope. It was so, really nice. It was, really yeah, nice. I'll get in a foot race. Hey, yeah, all right, line your kids, line your fastest kids up. You ain't beat me, little shit. Yeah, that's, that's how that's how it transformed. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really take off because I was complacent. Mm. I, I I became an officer, so I was making a lot more money. You was you had moved past the hundred and fifty dollars stipend. You're yeah. right. I had moved past that. <laughs> I moved way past that. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was telling you, P. I said like being comfortable 
can kill your dream. And so I got so comfortable, you know what I mean? Like, why do I need to push anymore? Not really realizing that I was so unhappy. You know what I mean? I would be, I didn't realize I would drop to the base and get anxiety. Like, you know what I mean? Like I would have an anxiety attacks and not even really, really know it. You know, I'm just sitting there freaking out. And you know, then it got worse and worse. Rob. And I'm, you know, I'm driving home crying. You know, I'm at the parking lot in Target just crying, you know, late at night. You know, we we had started arguing a lot. Um, and I was just unhappy. And so um we ended up going through all that and then we met you guys. Mm-hmm. We met you guys at the tail the our final breakthrough in our marriage. Yes. And then that's when I was like, you know what? I think this is time for me to get out. I think I think we're ready. He was ready to transform. I was I was ready to get hey, out. Hey, that's a good one. That's yeah. good. I love yeah. that you said it was an idea you came up with in 2014. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Cause sometimes people, you know, think a business is just success. Mm-hmm. I came up with this idea and now look at me. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I am successful. <laughs> it took three days. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not that people don't understand how to, it came as a vision and all the work you've done. So what is transformed today? Man, transform is where you come to realize your dreams, realize who you are, where you come to break the mold and, and free yourself of, and of what you, you know, what you think you are mm-hmm. and and just learn to be free learn to be you learn to be authentically like you know you and it's a place it's a vulnerable place i'm gonna tell you that right now it's a place where you come and you're 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 able to be honest with yourself you know and grow and it's a safe it's a safe place for that and so you know but it is on top of that it's a fitness we we, we, we do that through fitness we love you know to help have people live healthy lives but we touch them through changing the way they think of themselves, changing the way, you know, they feel about themselves and giving them new vision. And uh, that, that's what Transform is right now. And, you know, it's, it's a place for me to be vulnerable. That's why I built it. It's a place where, you know, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out. Like, people think I retired. I didn't fucking retire. I ain't got I no know. money. I have no money coming right now. Mm-hmm. like zero dollars i know when people say retired i'd be like joe got out you got out mm-hmm. you stepping out on some faith I'm, and believing in yourself like nothing else and, and it's all on you it's all on he me. betting on him people talk <laughs> that shit but you really yeah. know you right really now wow and it's so it's, it's a it's a real thing of like that's what i want transform to be mm-hmm. i want transform to embody that 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 faith and belief in yourself mm-hmm. you know because you know, I had those five to five um, mindsets to, you know, to be successful. And one of them is just, it says to take ownership, mm. you know, and I really embody that ownership part of it all. It's like you, you, you know, if, if you don't take ownership, then you're not going to enjoy life. I don't think, you know, mm. I think, I think my happiness lies in me taking ownership. And, and now that I take ownership, man, I feel alive. So I would say the best part about being out is that I get to get hot, you know? So uh, I love- You get to put one in the air. Yeah, yeah I go. love to put one in the air. So, you know, um, and I sleep a lot better. My anxiety is gone. My stress is gone. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say all the way gone. It's a new type of stress. Okay. okay. So it's a healthy stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so what direction is Transform headed in? Where are we at like right now? You got like a, a app coming. Let's talk about oh, the yeah, app, the challenges, challenges, all that. Man, so how can people support you and your new you adventure? You can support me in my new adventure, and I'll give you my website when I'm done. But we are we are running a new challenge that's coming up very soon. Um, and the challenge will be to change your life, right? So we're building a foundation that's going to change the way you think, change the way you process things, and it'll help you succeed in your weight loss. Um and we, you know, our motto is, you know, well, I say, you know, you never pull, pull the weed. Uh, you always pull the weed by its root, right. you know, and if you don't pull the weed by its root. It's going to grow, get back again. It's come right back. And that's what happens with people's fitness problems. Wow. They don't pull it from the root, did you which pull is the way they think. Tangent, did you, you know, that little weed I used to water out there? Did you pull it by the root? Oh, I pulled that motherfucker right It ain't grow back either. <laughs> <laughs> you right. <laughs> You're right. She kept it was a water in rose that grew through the concrete. Uh, uh, I mean, that's no. perspectives. No. That was mine. Every time I would water it, 
Yeah. I'd be like, God, look at you seeing this thing. <laughs> it got tall. It did. Yeah. It, it did. Because guess what? Whatever you water grows. Mm. Mm. Yes, it mm. I, well, hold on, I don't get a hand clap. Oh, okay. He was like, damn. Like, wow. Bomb drop. It was that deep. It was. <laughs> so, yes, that's what yeah. that's what Transform is now. And so, like I said, we're coming up with challenges. We have our own app that's coming out. Um, with these uh, the challenges, you're going to be able to think, do things like uh, we're going to walk you step by step through changing your routines, your habits. How do you kick, you know, the the eating, the bad eating habits? You know, uh, we're, we're basing, we're going to pull this thing from the root. We're going to help you change the way you think and the way you process these things because too many people are acting. They're, they're trying to fight it with the action and not the way that you think about it. Mm, so you don't true. understand that. What the, what you mean by that, Joe? Speak, speak, speak to so that system, right? What I'm saying is usually this is what happens in life, the order of things. You have a, you have a situation. You have a thought about that situation. Then there's an emotion attached to that situation. And then there's an action. Most people are going like, hey, the situation happens. They think about it. They don't even know what they, they don't even catch the thought they think about it. Now they're reacting because of, you know, an emotional thing instead of understanding the base root of why it is happening. For example, when I would get frustrated with my wife, mm-hmm. I would get, I would get, you know, angry. I would get, she asked my mom. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about this before. Yeah. So you already know. So, you know what I mean? So I would internally, I wanted something that would really feel good. So I was, you know, my, my, my thought was like, you know what, forget her. I don't want to do, you know, deal with her right now. I'm just going to go sit down and eat every time I didn't pay attention to none of that. I would just feel, I would feel a certain way. And that would always take me back to eating, eating, eating every time it was eating, eating, eating Mm -hmm. until I realized that Joe, you're attached to this thought that eating makes you feel well. Mm -hmm. Does it? Yes. But why, you know what I'm saying? What is the real problem? The real problem is I got a problem with, I have a problem, not my wife. I have a problem with the way that my wife is talking to me. Back to that accountability. Yes, mm-hmm. ownership. Self. It is not, the, it's the food is a coping mechanism for the problem that the way I think that my wife is talking to me. So I needed, I had to go address the way that my thought of the way that I thought my wife was talking to me. <laughs> it's a lot. Wow. Yes. So anyway, so when I went back to her and we, we fixed it, we fixed issues like that. I never had to go back to that state of mind to think mm-hmm. anymore because that problem was fixed. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to go back to the food. Why? Because I dealt with the real problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just, and then now we're feeding these habits of, you know, okay, so how do I deal with the next problem in my life that brings me back to eating? Mm-hmm. Now I go f- to figure out the way, you know, what's happening. Why am I thinking this way about it? Now I can address that, which does what? It eliminates the eating problem. It's fixing the issue at the root. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. what it is. So we fix the issue at the root. So that's what we help you do. But then you'll also be able to use it in any part, in of, other. part of your life. It works anywhere Absolutely. else. Once you start fixing. But it yes. So what type of support will people get? Because to me, getting through things that are hard is the support. Yes. So yes. tell me about the support. So the, the support for this will be we, uh, we have groups um, and in our in our groups we'll have, uh, you know, daily, daily chats, daily challenges, daily things where you're going to be checking in on, on one another. And we, we're building a community, you know, a community to me is, is, is people who care and want to nurture each other. Um, so and it's not daily challenges. It's like, you know, we're going to do like four, a check in. Yeah, yeah it's check-ins. more check in. Yeah, like, you OK, yeah, you'll get check ins. And yes. then and then with the check ins, you're also going to get support while well, I'll be on there either once or twice a week, but it's going to be where I'm answering questions, you know, mm-hmm. where, we're, where we're talking about things like, okay, um, how do you process this way of thinking? Mm-hmm. You know, how do you process the stuff that we're going through to guide, to help you guide you through what, what's going on? Um, also, we're going and to have- And giving you another perspective because yes. it's like, you know, some, sometimes we're stuck with a certain way that we think that this thing may be, but I just noticed that when you hear another perspective, you're kind of like, oh, okay, I, I didn't really think about it that way. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of giving you that sense of awareness because everybody's triggers and situations are going to be mm-hmm. different. But this this rule, this rule that you're implying or helping us with is allowing everyone to be able to use it to apply to different situations yes, to in different life. situations. Yeah. And so you're becoming aware like, of it first. It's like lifting the heavy weight. It is. Right. You don't, yeah. that's all we're doing. We're lifting that heavy weight. And then after that, you get workouts, you know, you'll get uh different type of workouts. You can get subscriptions to, uh, uh, so if you don't have a, you know, you can't go to the gym, you'll have 
a myriad of workouts you can do at home, a myriad of workouts you can do mm-hmm. at the gym. You have all these type of things you'll have access to. You have access to different courses that we're going to build out on nutrition, on stress, on rest, on recovery, on self-care. On rest. The, the, yes, rest. Yeah, people don't understand nope. that rest, how so, rest, not resting will mess support. you up. Uh, completely. Yeah. And so it, it, it will have all that support on you for, you know, there. And it's for your life. You know, yes, weight loss is, you know, good for your life, but we want you to, we want you to be stress-free. Yes, the mental health side. Yeah, of it. enjoy it. Why, why, why lose the weight you don't enjoy it? When, when you fix your head, that weight, well, come it, with come it. Right it come right well, off. It does. Yes. You and get then, to the root of the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, get to the root of the problem. I feel like I need a shirt that's like a turn up okay. the root that say, <laughs> oh. transform by the root. Hey. I might be on the sun. You, you on the sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> get that one. Okay. Look, <laughs> Look, see, see, that's why I need Jenna. Yeah. No, for real though. Yeah. But it's that's body and spirit. Yeah. Like all that's all in one with support. And we're not talking about support like Weight Watchers, you know, hounding you do this check in, check in. Now it ain't that. It's just like showing up as you. Yes. That's what I love about us. Just being genuinely you show up how you need to show up, but show up for you. Yeah. No one else. Yes. And you got the rest. So what would your motto be, Joe? What would you say? Think fit, act fit, be fit. Okay. And the reason I say that is thinking is, is, is a mindset, right? To think, to, to, to live the fit, the fit life, you have to think a certain way. What is fit? Because that's so to fit to me, Fit to me is a life that you dream. Mm, fit is freedom. Fit there is freedom. Go. That's freedom for fit me. Fit is a life yeah. that you dream. It's not about a weight. It's not about a, a size. It's not about, it's about you loving you. You feeling good about yourself because not everybody wants a six pack, not everybody wants a big butt, not everybody wants all these things. You kind of get what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. a thing about what do you want and how do you achieve it? And mm-hmm. that's what that's that's what we teach. You know, our, our mindset, uh, the, you know, under the think is our five mindsets that you that you must have. And that just frees you to understand what you're capable of doing, mm-hmm. that there is more opportunity for you, that there is more for you. Once you do that and you begin to put the actions with the routines and the and and the uh the habits, you're learning to be mindful, you know what I mean? That really allows you to become what you want to become. And you know, in the in the be fit, once you do the thinking and the acting, you believe it, it's gonna come. It's gotta it's happen. Fall yeah. It's fall in line. Mm-hmm. You change your spirit, you change, you change all of that. You really you your your whole spirit, you become a new person. You really do. So you're helping people figure it out because they're ultimately, you know there's some blockages that they're not aware of. And the moment that you're, you're, you're helping them in, in the fitness, they're becoming aware of their own um, thing that they need to align or their own, you know, creativity. Yes. And, and, and this is the honest truth. This is why I really do this. This is, I want people to understand the, the power they have. Oh, good. Because it helps me understand my power I have. Mm-hmm. That's working in your gift. Yes, right. That's the ability oh. to influence. Come mm-hmm. on. Yeah. What's the website or the, the app, Joe? The app is called Trainerize, but you can go on the website and sign up from at uh, www.mbstransformfit.com. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find it at King Solo underscore 1983 on IG and Facebook. Uh, you can find it at Transform Mind, Body, and Spirit. Okay. So I think a lot of people may not know this too. Um, Joe, what was your highest weight? Oh, I was, man, like 280, 290. And how tall are you? 5'11. Okay. So I lost, yeah, I lost what? When I was 20, man, before all that Navy stuff happened, I lost over 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. I had lost it off and I've kept it off for the last 14 years, which is to me. Mm, that's success. Keeping that's it huge. off is the hard part. Yeah. Yes. Getting that, down, getting down be easy. <laughs> Keeping it down, off. Getting down be easy. So, yeah, so. I did all that, realized I wasn't happy, found true happiness in really the way that I thought, processed life. And, you know, that's what I, what I want to give to everybody. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. I have one, one question as we wrap up the conversation is, yeah. I mean, hearing about these stories and the, being in the military, it's a sacrifice. So first off, thank you. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Thank you for. Like, right. For and shout that. out to like, Brad. We love you, yeah. Brad. <laughs> Brad used his gift. Y'all don't understand how to tap into yourself and you pour into others and see what happens. What do you you feel like you're most grateful for and taking from that experience that makes you the person to be transformed fit? You know what I mean? Like, what's the connection? What are you grateful for that you're bringing from 
that experience into this new venture for you? Man, um, it, man. That's a good question. You know, it's, it, it's, taught, it's taught me so many things. Mm -hmm. the, the, the one biggest thing that it's taught me is that if you don't, if you, man, if you don't listen to your body, like your body will make you listen to it at one point, at some point or the other. I have gotten so miserable in the Navy that I began to break down. I literally did. Uh, but the other thing that has taught me is organization. I was very unorganized. Oh, I need to go in the military. And so. <laughs> oh, my bad. You know, <laughs> you know it, it taught me. It, it, it's taught me a lot, like taught me to be organized because that was my job. I had, man, I was over ammunition on my, when, in my officer career. So, so I was over all the bullets, all the guns, all that. So if that go missing, that's my ass. You know what I mean? Any of that, that stuff. So I had to count all these bullets. I had to count all these weapons to organize. Another thing it taught me was that different types of leadership and the type of leader that I, that I aspired to be mm. in the, in the, in the military leadership is done by, by force. And I was never a good leader to them because I never led by force. And I think Morgan Freeman said this one time about why he got out the Navy. He was like, I don't like the way that they lead people. Why, <laughs> why do I need to yell at you to tell you, you know, to go do something, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was me. And so I never, they never, they, it was never a, um, you know, an, an officer or military type leadership the way that I did it. You know, I wasn't boisterous. I wasn't this. I couldn't use my gift. Mm -hmm. It's with my gift. And that, I think that's what really hurt me the most was because I, I couldn't connect with people that I liked. Do you feel like you weren't aware of that gift, though, yet? Because here it is. I'm just saying, even though he went to the military, he didn't like it. So when he, you know, he didn't bring it back, you know what I'm saying? He didn't like it. So it's like, you know, it's like you are aware of things and you do what you need to do in that moment you know, to get through and to get life, to get by, but you're not attaching to none of these things that can continue to help you be the person that you are in the future. And well, that's because or when you went into transform, it kind of looked as if it helped you it, realize that, okay, the thing, the very thing that I may have been running from in a way of organization mm -hmm. and leadership is the very thing that I need to attain again for my own and entrepreneurship. Yes. And I, I, I do agree with that. I do, I do use the organizational skills that I use, you know, in the Navy to do what I, you know, what I've done, um, organized. Cause I've built everything myself from the website. There's nothing I have outsourced ever to build this. You know what I mean? Any electronic you see, anything you see on there has been built by me. So I did use that for that. What I didn't realize, and this is why I'm careful with my boys is what I thought was a weakness was actually my power because mm -hmm. everybody showed it to me as a weakness when I was growing up. So I didn't know my, my emotion side was actually my, my gift. The vulnerability is a mm -hmm. gift. Maybe. I didn't know, I didn't know Emotions it was, family. I didn't know it was a gift. I can mm -hmm. feel the room. I can feel you. That's how I can connect to people. That's how I can understand it. My thing is, that's pain, how you can lead. Pain is the way through. Yeah, yeah. that's how I can lead. Because <laughs> exactly. pain, to me, pain, you don't is, have to pain yell is the at way people. that I could connect to you. Mm -hmm. If I can get you and, and let you know that I feel your pain, then you're going you're gonna to understand. You're going to know that I understand you. There's no better way to understand anybody than to know that, hey, they understand. Why do you go to people? Mm -hmm. They understand you. They feel you. You kind of get what I'm saying? When I feel, I can feel anybody. I can feel their mood. I can feel how, if they're happy, if they're sad. I can feel their temperament. I can feel anything you maybe going through, I, I know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so it's a thing that was my power. I couldn't use that. I had to be forceful. I had to be boisterous. I had to be, mm. you know, and you, you wonder why I ever yell in the gym. You don't yell at all. No, you disappear. <laughs> we know it's time to go work out guys Joey gone <laughs> so you know that's what I'm saying so that's why I said I'm careful with my boys I'm careful with anybody at that point I learned that the curse is not the curse God said or say damn or God you know anything the curse is if I say hey partial you're ugly you know mm. why because you accept that thought you're cursed you're going to base everything off of that at that moment if I yell at you if I demean you I cursed you because at that point I limit you to anything else you can think of possibly 
possibly be because you accepted a curse, a thought that I gave you mm. and you accepted it. That's yeah. dangerous because what are we telling people? What are we saying to people? What are we saying to our kids? What are we saying? Because my gift was, I thought I was weak. I thought I was a baby. I thought there was something wrong with me. You kind of get what I'm saying? It wasn't nurtured in the right way. So my viewpoints of it, my thoughts of my power were miscued. Mm. So it's hard for me to understand that my gift and my power is something that is powerful because it was always taught to me that no, it's soft. Yeah. You're soft. Mm. Wow. So that's what I'm saying. It's a thing you have to watch. You got to be careful. And this is why I, you know, bring people here as a safe space. No, we don't talk about nobody like that in here. We uplift because this is a place where we don't curse people. It's not, it's not saying God damn it and shit and fucking all this shit. No, it's cursing somebody saying you're, man, what the fuck wrong with you, man? Are you dumb? And what more way to be able to get someone to want to transform than for you to be in an environment where you can be vulnerable to figure it out because and that were- your mistakes are not shamed or you know, put right. down upon you. That's that's not the environment that right. transform brings. Don't even think like that. Not mm. even close. <laughs> not even <laughs> close. Like, you oh, you to showed up today. That. Thank you for showing up. Right. That's the hard yeah. part. Exactly. We in there like, I, you made it. Here. <laughs> Whatever you do right what now, you made it. Yeah. yeah. This is, is good, y'all. Yeah. We go on another hour or two, but we're gonna wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a good one. So we'll see y'all again next week. Yep, next so that challenge starts, is it October 1st? Yes, we're going to do a small run of it October 1st, but January 1st, is be the big boy. prepared because yeah. we are coming out with some fun stuff. Yes. Join us October 1st, though, because getting through the holidays, mm-hmm. um, holding yourself accountable with what, what you put in your mouth, yeah. um, emo- dealing with things emotionally because we're mm-hmm. around family. Mm-hmm. You know, family be the biggest trigger. Yes. And you can't help but to see some people through the holidays. Yeah. So and you men as well through the holidays. You know how it is heavy every time of the year, you know, for you. Provide yes. So. Getting out shit this year. Yeah. <laughs> be like me. Yeah. Be like me. Yeah. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. And that is it for just keep living. Yeah. Woo! yeah.